MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Sunday, August 13th, or if you're listening to this on Monday morning, it's Monday, August 14th. It's one of those two dates, <laughs> probably. Monday. We're live on AMP. Uh, if you're listening to us Sunday night, thanks for tuning in. If you listen to it Monday, hello on Monday. Best of luck with your Monday. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubbles? I'm Guardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mike. And we're being produced today by Josh Rodriguez. Jackson is uh, off doing whatever Jackson does when he's not. He's back with his real family this week. Yeah, he doesn't have signal, right? So he's really like, you know what I mean? Yeah, him, man. He's a he's Love at a festival. It. Was it, is it, this a, is, is he at the festival? I the right festival now? was yesterday. Maybe it's a weekend. It's a weekend thing. Wow. Yeah. To be festival young. two days in a row. Sheesh. I might could do it for a half a day. I might have half an hour in me. You <laughs> feel me? One performance and I'm taking my ass back home. Fuck you mean it's hot outside, nigga. The fuck? Where's the AC at? You feel me? You kidding me? Eight dollar waters. Like shit is crazy at festivals, dog. The crazy thing about the $8 waters is there will be people passing out from heat stroke in front of the water vendors, and they're just making eye contact with them like, yep, $8. You don't have any cash? Sorry. Enjoy hey, death. Right. Enjoy, enjoy the afterlife, broke boy. <laughs> God damn. Water's free in heaven, brother. Right. 
<laughs> Maybe. You know better than I would, brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, true story. Shar and I are going to go see uh, a gig, one of our one of our favorite uh, singer-songwriters on Wednesday. And when we were in the car on the way home from the airport last night, Shar was like, oh, my God, we have to go to a concert on Wednesday? And I looked at her, and I was like, he put seats in. And so we're like, we're going to a show at the Wiltern, but they're putting chairs down. And she was like... <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> if you ain't sitting, what is you on, bro? Remember, like back in the day, like getting in the middle and you know, fucking, you know, I want to be right in front, but you know, fuck out of here. Put me in the very back <laughs> with a seat. I don't even got to see the nigga. <laughs> you feel me? As long as I got to see, I'm, I'm at I'm at the point now, bro, where where if I'm going to some shit like that, I want to bring my own little fold out launcher, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm that guy now, and dude, food, bro. And food, yes. I want to have a little put cooler. Me, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> put, put me way out the way in my own little fold out chair. I'm gonna bring, and I'll just be you know tapping my fingers on my knee and, and enjoying the ditties. <laughs> you know, that's where I'm at with it now, bro. Jasper, give me some grass, and you know what I mean. Need that all the way hell no nah, bro <laughs> my own it? waters you know what i mean now i ain't paying eight dollars for shit you feel me i remember the last show like like the last like real show i think i went to was it was a vince staples show a couple years ago it was at the fonda or the black box or something but like a big ass fight broke out on the floor that we were like right on the edges of and i just remember consciously as i was like sidestepping it just being like i'm never doing this again like i'm i'm I'm, i've moved from my mid-30s to my late 30s like i had a good run i got to see a lot of great people at cool venues i'm a i'm a sit down let's chill the fuck out guy for the rest of my life i don't know the last concert i've been to you know what you know what it was um west side boogie and sf i was with rotha that was the swan song we were in the very back Doing dancing two stepping in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were just, that's it. Ain't been back since though. It was a vibe. Good little night. Good little night. Got yeah. to bed later than we wanted to though. And didn't go back to one since, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm, I'm with I'm with Tyler and Summer. It's like I'll go to a show at an. I'd almost prefer an arena show. It's just as long as it has a chair. But yeah. I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. in the midst of people at this point. Like I'm not jockeying for position ever again. You know oh, what I hell mean? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> That's a Posting young man's for, game. Yeah. For, oh no. Nah. I was in Vegas, and I was like, it was like the last night. You know what I mean? Just this past weekend, and it was like 9:45, and my homie was. I was like, I was like, yo. He said he mentioned something like the time difference in Atlanta. It's my, it's my brother-in-law actually. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's 12:45 where you're at, man. Like. <laughs> I'm so ready to go home. If you just want to make, to make it happen, dog, you feel me? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. My daughter's going to be home. She hasn't seen me in two days. She's going to want to play with daddy when she sees me, bro. You feel what I'm saying? I don't have any, and I'm going to be tired. I'm going to say, daddy's tired. I didn't get to sleep. And fuck that. I'm going home. I'm in bed by 1030. All right? Getting eight hours of sleep, and I'm playing with my shorty. Fuck the other shit, man. Ain't nothing in Vegas that could have kept me up. Not a single fucking thing could have kept me up past 1030. <laughs> Fuck that, dog. That's life. That's life, life, bro. That's That's life life where we're we're living it. Um, All right, let's talk about some topics. Hall of Fame uh, ceremony over the weekend. Uh, Wonderful speeches, great class. You had uh, Dirk, Tony Parker, Pau Gasol. Highlight for me by far, and I don't know that I have ever just had the emotional release of crying that I had at Dwayne Wade's, the part of his speech with his dad, Tyler. Bruh. 
It was it was just an an incredible speech. Um, describe the especially describe the part with it. Like talk about the speech, but describe the part with his dad because I know John hasn't seen it. I, I know there's probably people listening who haven't seen it. But man, it was that yeah, was a he, motherfucker. Bro, you I, watch I mean, y'all watch I mean, it live he, on television? Y- yes, sir. Okay, okay. This is a, this is a hell of a class, man. Tony Parker, Pal, Dirk, Wade. I was there for all that shit, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, pop. Yeah. So yeah, this was an incredible class. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, the whole thing is Wade set the groundwork throughout his whole speech of how you know instrumental his father was to his to fostering his love for basketball to you know guiding him you know when he became established and he became a hooper for real and just walking him through the whole you know through every step of the way and you know he was talking about how when he came up when he was five six years old you know his father was his favorite hooper and they would you know go to open city runs in chicago and 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 they would watch and then he said you know he got a little bit older and his pops was like, okay, now y'all are hopping out there. And he would take, you know, like 10-year-old Wade, 11-year-old Wade out there running with grown-ass men and shit. And, you know, we, uh, Wade, you know, called back to how about how when before he was too young to really get out there, how he would love the, when the dead balls would happen, when there would be arguments and shit. Or, you know, saying when someone would get pissed and, like, lost uh. the ball. Because he was like, that was his time to shine. That was his time to get out there and get some shots up and shit, right? <laughs> and, 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 you know, he talked about, you know, he grew up in, in Robbins, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. And he's talked about how... You know, growing up, once he once basketball became a passion for him, it's like, you know, he, you know, Wade is our age. He grew up with the fucking MJ Bulls, right? Mm-hmm. Like his local team became his favorite team and it became one of the greatest dynasties in NBA history. And, you know, he said he patterned, you know, he first grew up patterning his game after his dad. Then he grew up patterning his game after, you know, Michael Jordan. And then, you know, he said, but it's his pops was there the whole time with him, right? Like just constantly, you know, pro- providing him with tutelage, you know, inspiration and all that. Then he called him up, you know, when he was concluding his speech. <laughs> and you know he he told his pops to his face how much he meant to him, how much you know how he wanted to be. His dad standing you know, up. His dad standing up in the yeah. middle of the audience, like right in front of him, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he calls his dad down to the podium with him, right? And then he you know tells his dad how much he appreciates him, how much you know he wouldn't be a hooper without his dad being there for him. And then he just closes that shit with like the best fucking close line in Hall of Fame history. He just looks at his dad, smiles ear to ear, and says. We in the Hall of Fame, dog, and they just dap up and hug, and that shit was so fucking beautiful. I gotta, I gotta tap in for sure. Yeah, Damn, it's dog. bro, like like this, this was this was one of the yeah. this was one of the most interesting um Hall of Fame classes to me because these, like I said, you got this the, this is a class that kind of showed you, you know I've always said that the revolution the the, the the way that the NBA was you know revolutionized whatever you want to call it that's nothing more than it being Euro ball Euro ball washed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and we owe so much to Popovich, who embraced Euroball with the Spurs, right? We owe so much to, to you know, Tony Parker, who was the engine of that shit. We owe so much to Dirk, you know, to, to Powell. You know, Dirk is, is the best fucking player from his country. Powell is the best player from his country. Tony Parker is the best player from his country for now. You, you know, because that fucking kid Wimby is coming. And fucking, you know, Wade, who, who you know, his, um you know, go-to move was the Euro step. That was a move that, you know, of course, was invented by Elgin Baylor, but it was popularized in Euro leagues because it is a perfect offensive weapon to weave through the zone because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Euro Bowl was on zone decades before the NBA, you know, made it legal, right? So it, it was just, you know, a, whole, a Hall of Fame class that just showed how much, you know, the, the NBA got pushed forward be, by embracing you know the, the fucking aspects of global basketball. Like I felt like that was the overarching theme of, of of that incredible night. But like I said, incredible players on their own accord. Like fucking Pal, Dirk, Tony Parker, Wade. That is a class, bro. 
Yeah, it was a special class for sure. I didn't really think about that overarching theme like that. That's a that's a really good point. It's, I mean, you're right. And it's cool that, that then you have Dwayne Wade be the emotional center of that growing up watching basketball in Chicago, right? Like the mo- right. like just about the most American basketball experience you could have outside of maybe New York. So, um, yeah, but the shit with his dad, bro, it was like, you just, you know, you have a kid, you pour yourself into him. You don't really, I don't, most parents I know aren't really looking for recognition or, or, or whatever. Like, I love that my kids take me for granted. You know, like I was right around their age when, you know, stuff went sideways for my parents and, and we realized how much we take it for granted. So I love that they don't have that mentality that they're just like, of course people love me and pour their, you know, like energy and emotion. But to think of your kid, like the pride you have in your kid as they do, as they learn how to wipe their own butt, right? Like, like not like nothing like becoming a professional athlete, but I just can't even imagine for these um, these parents, and we know of a good chunk of them, you know, who've had their kids come up through the league. You see your kid go through all this, and then at the very the last thing he'll do in basketball, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, to have him basically focus so much of that speech on just being appreciative. Um, I think it shows you why Dwayne Wade's such a great dad. You know, like mm-hmm, he, it's just like mm-hmm. he's aware of what he got and its significance to him. And, you know, I don't say this selfishly as a father. I just it's I just think that if you have that mentality, you're just plugged in in the world in a different way. If you can appreciate the most basic kind of love that you received and understand the value of it. Like, I, I just think that's a great perspective to have. And yeah, man, I was I was bawling, bro. I was I was watching it on the plane, Tyler. Like I just had it, I had it backed up on the phone. I was watching it, just like surrounded by high school football players coming back from Hawaii, just like hiding your tears. But I can't imagine how validating that was as a father, though. You know, I mean, I remember like uh, at my sister's wedding, my um, my uh, her, her my her husband's now husband's dad gave a speech and was talking about how one day uh after he graduated he, he they, they were at a, at a bar drinking and he looks at him he said you know i remember everything you told me and he said and that you know this kids that shit make me that fuck me up right now you feel me yeah, but like yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I, I i had to turn my head away nigga like fuck you ain't gonna do this to me <laughs> you feel me in front of all these people you know what i mean <laughs> but no uh, like uh, but he said he said you know Kids are kids search for validation from their father, but in that moment, you gave me val- the val- validation. You validated me, and like for your son, that you said poured your, poured so much into your son, and in that last moment, he calls you up and and and, sh- and and pours that love into you. You know what I'm saying? All the effort, energy. He probably remembers. I wonder if it's the whole <laughs> all the shit he did flash in front of his eyes, and he probably did it because he wanted to. Not, he was never looking for this, and just in that in that in such a big moment, he does that. Uh, I mean, I just can't imagine how that feels as a parent. You know what I mean? Um, and and you're just so proud of your son because your son is so great. You know, in so many ways. Like even how he's fathering, how, as a father, how yeah. good he is. That's that's beautiful as well. So, man, how do you, for sure, yeah, I'm for definitely sure. tapping in. That sounds so special. We uh we had a conversation on the pod. I don't know a couple months ago about do, like do we think dads now are better than dads in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, and, and uh, the consensus was definitely. Um, and someone just tweeted us tweeted yeah, at us that. Yeah. that there was a study that dads in our generation spend on average three times mm-hmm. more time with their kids than dads in previous generations, which like I don't. F- there's a lot of things in the world that are getting better. Most of it, I think most of the time feels like it's things are getting worse 
But that to me was a like, that's worth something, you know, like that, yeah. like that's, that means something like I, I mean, I think, I don't know. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you to whoever tweeted that at us. Actually, that was a, a nice moment. I don't think I responded to it, but um, yeah. yeah, that, but that, uh, that's interesting. Three times more is a lot more fucking time. It's probably a result of a lot of <laughs> yeah, things yeah. that have changed for the better. Like, you know, thoughts on misogyny and, you know, gender, you know, uh, gender roles and shit like that. You feel me? Um, yeah. Also, like, you know, women being able to have particular roles within, you know, uh, in the industry and whatnot. But um, regardless, it's it's for the better. All of that's for the better. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all I right. I don't think I'm just a I don't think I'm just a better, better person than my dad. You know what I mean? I probably am, but I, just, I don't. I don't carry that around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, Can I? Do I, I have a vote on that? I think I, I don't know. I don't carry that around. <laughs> I don't think that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, you know, I do approach. You know, we do. We, we I think a lot of us approach parenting much different because yeah, of multiple, sure. mul multitude of things. So, but part of the th things that make us approach it differently is you know our dads <laughs> he's, he's, yes. he's, not, a lot of love there for sure for sure but yes 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 all right not, um, so we won't have the same experience <laughs> for a number of reasons as well <laughs> yes so yeah. um all right we're uh here's a fun byproduct of uh how many people tapped in with the beast bracket Anytime a new animal video comes out, we're going to get tagged in it by like 50 people on Twitter. That makes me very happy. That's just it's such a delight. And that's what happened this week. Uh, Ten baboons jumped a leopard, which does sound like a Beast Bracket matchup, in fairness. <laughs> Ten baboons versus one leopard. Yeah. That catch rate a little off, though, man. I don't know. Yeah, that is. They, they came they in. Get they, about, they, they, they get the about scales. two baboons right, per they, one leopard. I, they I came in and tipped the scales a little bit. You know what I mean? But they beat the shit out of that leopard. Be uh, yes. And I, and I want to clarify. People were hitting me like, we need to reevaluate the results. I feel like a big fucking theme of the beast bracket was so many people confusing leopards and jaguars. Bro, leopards live in Africa. Jaguars live in South America. They're two fucking different cats. And a jaguar will beat the fuck out of a leopard. It wouldn't even be close. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, for me, it was the ferocity in which the baboons attacked it. You know what I mean? It was like mm -hmm. they didn't... I mean, as it came, like a, ba a ba baboon was already running at it, and then one, when one ran, they all followed. Like it was just they swarmed that shit in a way that I didn't think. I, th th there was no like running from it. They were like they they came head on to that leopard. Um, so I mean, even if it was a jaguar, I think that'd been a hard battle with all those you know baboons. But they're much more ferocious than I imagine. So I'm not rethinking the jaguar's success. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, and actually that made me think more about my thoughts with the tiger. Tigers were like four jaguars attacking a tiger in that same manner. That's they, starting they, to see the light now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, starting, you're, you're finally starting to see the light here. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of nasty, my boy. You hear me? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. But hey, listen. Thank you for everyone who tagged us in it. Please feel free to just tag us in animal videos. That's the best. That's the best content on Twitter. So. Love seeing animals get their ass beat. <laughs> Send me all that shit. We've been talking about animals. You know what I'm saying? The whole since the, rat since, squirrels. Yeah, since inception. I think that was the second or third shit. episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, just inception of the podcast. So. Um, yeah, it's conception of the podcast, right? That's the right word. Not inception, conception. Conception. Yeah, conception of the podcast. Yes, yeah, so. conception. The conception of the podcast. So <laughs> I think those both are correct. Really? I think so. Okay. Well, either the way, conception. It, yeah. it, it, how does inception make sense? Inception of the podcast. 
Like, inception is when something is inserted, like something to yeah, like so grow later. That like, makes like, sense. yeah. No, 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 no. Conception is when some shit comes together yeah, and creates yeah. it, right? Since, yeah, since that's what yeah, con that's... means. Con means to like yeah, come so together, like like congregate. Mike's looking this shit up, man. We are really nerding out over this shit, but anyway. But yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say like like yeah. people say like since the inception of the National yeah, Football League, yeah. like, like people like I, I know inception because it's a big um, I'm a fancy sports writer word. Like okay, people okay. like people use it in that way. Like you know, since the, to since the inception of baseball, was, there was, hasn't was, been a player like yeah. Shohei Otani. <laughs> since the inception of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? We were talking about animals. Yeah, so yeah. I think those are both. So what correct. is concepts and like concepts and what is that? Like it's when some conceived, shit comes together to create some conceived, shit. Correct. Yeah. So uh, they're both correct. Wow. I mean, I feel like Inception leads to like nah. the very genesis of it. Like when we had our first conversation about doing the pod, that was the inception of the pod. You feel me? The conception was the first episode we dropped, though. Does you, does that make okay, sense? Okay, I got a definition. I, I got a definition. I meant since hold the on, beginning, which I think inception and conception means. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. I think it's conception in this case because we didn't dis- discuss squirrel versus I'm, rat I'm, episode I'm, in our first conversation. And the first time the thought of the pod came to life with us. The context in which I was using since the beginning. Since yeah. the beginning. You that, know what would, I mean? that would work which, for both. Yeah, yeah. Would work you were for two both. for That's two. Something. You were right okay, twice. Cool, cool. But anyway. Here's the definition. You know, of, here's, here's the definition. Conception happens when sperm swims up through the vagina and fertilizes an egg in the fallopian tube. So is that what happened in the first podcast? Yep. <laughs> yes. I dig right in that, that handsome man right there. I still, I still remember the sound. We don't penetrate that. That brown eye. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt that we're recording at night at this juncture. Um, all right, let's. Some uh, things don't change, nigga. We would have said that same shit in episode one, my nigga. Yeah, no one's always funny. That's my true. in-laws have been listening to the pod, which is crazy. I, I don't know why motherfuckers be wanting to tap in. You know, feel me? But I'm like, and I asked them. I said, why? That's the one they told me they were. I said, why? And they were like, and so like my brother-in-law's wife. They were just married. She says, "We don't see that, John. We don't get to right, like right, as if right. they, don't they don't get, get to, to see it. who you actually are." So she called me out. I was like, "Damn, man, maybe I'm tripping." She was like, "You know." Anyway, so I've had a little bit of that too, but I, I've actually I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, next time you're gonna make that, that joke in front that. of your in laws. We go fix that. We go fix that. We go fix that. I'm my bad. I'm tripping. I have actually told a couple of people recently when they when it has come up. Unfortunately, we've reached a little the beast bracket put us at a little bit of a critical mass of people knowing that I'm on a podcast because okay. people would people were so excited to talk about it they'd like bring it up and then other people around would be like, "Oh, Mike's on a podcast." You know what I mean? And so, yeah. that, but I t- I told a couple of people they're like, "What what's the podcast?" And I was like, "I'm not going to tell you." I'm like, why not? You don't want me to listen to it? And I was like, no, I don't want you to listen to it. Like, no, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't like. I don't want to talk about it with you. I don't want you to ask me about guests we've had on. I just, I, I talk about podcasts enough with people in real life. I want to talk about real life with people in real when life. When they said it, my, <laughs> my, ex- for, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's really cool that people are interested in what I got. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, my first thing I said was why. But y'all, they cool as hell though. They hella cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm, we gonna we gonna work on that. You feel me? That's it's me, not you. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. 
Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> all right, um, let's talk about uh, the lady on the crazy lady on the plane who said that motherfucker back there isn't real is doing a rebrand. She's doing a relaunch. She created a Twitter account. She paid for Twitter blue. She, uh, that's posted, what she messed up. She, <laughs> well, she's trying to, she's, she's got a monetized dog. So too official, man. I, I guess like, her name on. is Tiffany Gomez. And she posted a long video of herself. She said, that lady's white. That's Gomes. Gomes. <laughs> Ain't no Gomez. That's Gomes. No, it's like Gomas. It's like G-O-M-A-S. So okay, she might be okay, Greek okay. or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she, she just, I don't know, man. I mean, this is the world now. Like, if you get famous for doing some stupid, goofy shit, you just still feel like you have to take the famousness. But, like, she's doing a relaunch. She put a website out there. And to my dismay... Most of the people that I saw reposting this were just talking about how attractive they found her, <laughs> including 
a number of non-melanated Twitter users. Don't say. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So no, many. Okay, okay. So yeah. ma oh, excuse me, and but quite a few melanated uh, mm. is actually what I meant to say. Quite a few, John. Quite a few of my <laughs> melanated friends on Twitter. I know you. I know that tasted nasty to you when you saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just suggest that I, if the I, if the I, two I, things you I know about a woman. Tweets. If the two things you know about a woman made a wrong are, turn, Mike. This person is crazy, and they're capable of regretting that they're crazy. Come on, man! No, I'm, like I'm you, you gotta swear, you gotta. I'm gonna tell you something. You gotta put Mike, that left I'm turn signal you. on. A little bit of crazy is attractive. A little bit. A little bit is seasoning, bro. It's a like, little it's bit. Like a little bit of crazy. That's she ain't a little bit. You know what What's saying? the only thing you knew but, about this but, woman hey, before but, she put but, this video out? The amount of like just like seasoning. The amount of crazy that you like is relative. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's subjective. You feel me? You feel me? But I feel like a little bit of crazy is like stretch marks. It only enhances <laughs> the taste of experience in a, in a lot of ways, okay? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like hot sauce. You feel me? Or like paprika. You feel me? You can't douse it. Nigga, just hit it, hit it, get a nice little, you know, get a nice little, uh, 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 and go on, put the crazy bottle up, you know what I mean? But no, I, I, but yes, I, but I, 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 but her, come on, man. I would, I wouldn't mind if she wasn't a, 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 a fucking racist based upon what people were telling us. I, I wouldn't mind a friend that wasn't racist. Rob, look, she Rob's right over she your shoulder right now. She needs She's gonna be like, "We gonna talk about this after." But, uh, but, uh, but if she wasn't a flaming racist, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think like having a normal, a unracist person who was crazy in the way that she was crazy in that video doesn't really bother me much. I think I think I would. I'm interested in what this person has to say. <laughs> That person is not real. It's funny outside of the circumstances in which it was was said. You know what I mean? That <laughs> motherfucker is not. She's about to cry when right. she said it. The, the emotions right. behind that were right. just captivating. I wanted to learn more. That motherfucker is not real. <laughs> they say motherfucker. I had a little more seasoning. But like, but what is she? What was the exact words? Regardless, I'm no, not. No, she called him a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that motherfucker back there is not real. That motherfucker back there. It's not real. <laughs> Dog, that is a, that is, bro. Let's sit down and talk. What else you got for me? You know what I mean? I'm interested. You got any other whoppers in there? I love a good story. Lie to me more. As long as it's interesting. And that shit was interesting, dog. Best of luck to <laughs> Tiffany Gomas with her rebrand as a, as a, I, do you think she's is she rebranding as a not crazy person as a, or as a person who regrets acting crazy? Oh. Which I, I think she she's probably going to paint it as an anxiety attack, which it very well might have been. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. Well, she, she she's an intriguing character. I tell you that much. We're gonna be we're gonna be stuck to our TVs here. I'll tell you that much. As, as a man that has you know been plagued with anxiety attacks, my nigga. I don't know if anxiety attack has sent me into a, you know, a it was racist. A combination. It was a combination of an anxiety attack, being drunk, and being afraid of the black person she was sitting next to, right? 
So it was like a stew. It yeah. was and, and you're on a plane. Like usually when, when I, you know, someone who's had an anxiety attack, you can just silently remove yourself from that shit. You can't do that on a nah. plane. Like if you're leaving a plane, you got to tell motherfuckers why you're leaving a plane and fucking up the flight for them and delaying their life for five hours. You, you, you right? don't have to. Like if it's and, 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 and they close the door. She, listen, I mean, she couldn't get you, off if she didn't. If talk you want to, to explain it, give them not that. She thought she was doing a service though. She was. She was. She was saying, "Listen, y'all might. I'm not gonna die on here with y'all. That and I'm giving y'all a chance to get up out this motherfucking toque, huh? cause that motherfucker there. That's a lizard back there. That is a shapeshifter. That is an iguana in a three-piece I know it's shapeshifter when I see one, nigga. And that is one. Don't be fooled, my friend. I still think the the plane-wide gasp when she said that is still one of the funniest noises I've ever heard. Look, I'm going to tell you something. <gasps> I've been a gasping-ass nigga, too. <laughs> Bruh, I'm telling you. If I, just, I don't think everybody knew the context as well. If that is the first time. I've heard her say something. You know, you hear a little rustling in the back. You don't know what the fuck going on. And then she comes to the front and hit him with the, that dramatic ass turn and that fucking performance she hit that motherfucker with. This motherfucker <laughs> is not. And then she pauses. <laughs> Real. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm a. <gasps> <laughs> Show your face, motherfucker. Show your face. I need to, I need to get some eyes on you because I need to notice if I see the same thing. <laughs> I might see his shapeshifter too, man. That's you know what I mean. I don't know. All right, I need to find out though for sure. It is uh, mid-August. Uh, football season, aka Mike Tarico season, is approaching. Thanks to everyone. I don't know. I think it's cause, I think it's because Mero quote tweeted it. But thanks to I for Recently? some reason I got tagged. Yeah, today I got tagged in that video like twenty times today. But always yeah. I, I don't. It's never come up without me watching it for ten minutes. So thanks to everyone for resharing <laughs> that memory. Uh, it's on the Jenkins and Jones Twitter Best account. Thing. If you somehow are listening and have not seen the full ten-minute cut. That I genuinely best, think best moment in our pod's history. I, we touched the face of God on that <laughs> one, bro. Like, <laughs> I marvel at us. <laughs> I watched key, that in amazement. Low key, low key. Like, that was like, everything this podcast can and has been, bro. I'm like, what led to that? Actually, you know, like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, it was like the star. It was. It, it was. It had to be astrological. You know, what I mean, something was happening up there in space to set that off, man. And, and Mike, you the one that tapped in, and then you the one that wanted to, you brought the nigga up, and then you tried to, no, we got to cut this. No, yeah. this is on you. No, <laughs> you, people, I, I you don't even know lie. how we got there. I don't even know how we got there. I just remember me telling y'all, hey, y'all know Mike Tarico think he attacked me. I think I said that. I think I said that shit. I think I said that shit. But that, but that, but that was, but Mike said, Mike was talking about, Mike was talking about, um, he said, you need to get some better people on commentary than Mike Tarico. And I was like, this nigga think he ain't a nigga. Y'all know that. <laughs> and then Jackson was like, I've never heard of this. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. oh, it we was... got to inform you, brother. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But people people have said, like, oh, you're, the comedic timing was really, like, perfect or something. It's like, there was no comedic timing involved oh, in that. Bro. Every single thing that happened in that was <laughs> – no one was conscious of anything. But, Tyler, I think you're the one that brought it up, like, years before and let me know. And then I looked it up. And then he brought it up in the pod years later. And I, I'm like, we got to tell this story. I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life 
than when I was trying to get it the move on to whatever stupid topic the next topic was. And then the, and then there was like a five second pause, and then Tyler said he's brown as fuck. Like I don't, I, I don't, fuck. I don't think I don't think I've thing. ever la- listen, laughed harder ever. Listen, listen, bro. I fully understand the complexities of race and ethnicity and how things aren't always what they seem. But this motherfucker is so brown. <laughs> He is so brown, like bro. Like you said, he got he nigga is not a- suit, bro. <laughs> bro, like, there's nothing about him that's non-black. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like not not even like you know, it's not like that. You have anything that's like like there is nothing about you that's not a nigga, bro. You, you have are, you have nigga tatted all over your motherfucking you are, double helix, bro. You feel me? You, you you are a sentient UPS uniform, dog. Nigga. You are, there's nothing Italian nigga nose, about you. nigga hair, nigga face. You know what I'm saying? Nigga what shoulders, can Brown do nigga for knees, you face ass, nigga, nigga elbows, dog? nigga. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro? Your ears say nigga on them, bro. And he you, looks, he's he, he's a human cashew, right. and he trying to tell us. He tried to lie to our <laughs> faces. He tried to. You are a cashew <laughs> trying to tell us that you are a fucking a ball of ricotta. Bro, no, <laughs> nigga, you are nigga. a fucking cashew, dog. So we see you. Up, insane. It's such a wild lie, bro. Such a wild, and he believes the lie is the wildest part of it. He wholeheartedly believes. I don't know if he knows we'll believe it, but I think if he if he thinks he believes it enough, he'll make us believe it. Do you? I know he believes that shit. Do you think Mike Tarico has seen the Mike Tarico clip? I hope so. I don't know. Had a million impressions, dog. It's got over a million views. It has over. uh, That's what I showed Shard today. I was like, "Can you believe this shit has over a million views on somebody had hit him with internet?" Hey, man. Listen, man. Bro is about the 60 niggas years know old. you a nigga. <laughs> Bro is about sixty years old, right? He's about sixty years old. He said he grew up in fucking Queens, New York, and he was running with Italians, and no one once you telling me you running with the cast of Goodfellas <laughs> in nineteen eighty three, and no one called you a mooly one. Nobody called him I a gobble not, not a motherfucker. Not a gobble or whatever the fuck. Italian shit we might not even be you on. goddamn lie, bro. The math they mathing, bro. It don't make no sense. I just he I, said he he was he was in Queen 1984 Queens running with Joe Pesci and never got called a mooly once, bro. <laughs> Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. Polly and Walnuts. Never got called a mooly once. Polly Walnuts <laughs> never on February 1st. <laughs> hey, <laughs> never said, hey, <laughs> hey, it's the Gabagooly, man. <laughs> Shit. Mike the Mooly. Mike the motherfucking Mooly. Uh, Mike the man. motherfucking Mooly. We're going to be on your ass all football season, dog. <laughs> it ain't over. All right. Uh, it ain't never going to be over. Happy International Left-Handers Day to all of God's chosen people. Um, I don't have anything else on that topic. Just throwing it out there. We're, this podcast is two-thirds left-handed, but Tyler Tyler is an honorary left-handed person. Mentally, he's left-handed, bro. Uh, yes. He has a left-handed mind that. for sure. I agree. We accept you. I take we that as the highest of a compliment. <laughs> Did you ever try? I want, I want a left, left-hand medieval shake y- y'all in arm when we grab each other's forearm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You got a claw that you got a really goddamn. You don't even shake. You shake like this with that, bro. You know what bro I'm gonna start shaking motherfuckers' hands like that. Fuck it. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to. Let's bring it back to 1182. Fuck it. The vein tickler. The vein tickler. You just that put your so middle middle better. finger and index that finger is, on either side dude, of that vein. It's so much more fun, that. And and also it makes me feel like we're making connection. You know, what I mean, you can't give nobody yeah. a loose ass that when you're grabbing their whole fucking forearm. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. We have been to battle together if you we're feel me? up like that before, right? Ooh. 
we, we we have fought off some goddamn Visigoths together. <laughs> we should dap it up like that. Visigoths. Some Carthaginians. <laughs> we stood at the wall when the Carthaginians were at the gate. <laughs> The way we shake hands is so fucking boring. We got to change that shit, dog. What was the last time? Do you do y'all give like regular web to web handshakes to people? I don't even know the last time I like only in professional settings. I don't have any of those settings in my life. Like I don't even know the last time I was like, "Hello, web to web." I mean, you work with work in sports, like 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 with athletes. You feel me? Yeah, all the time. So. Make sure, yeah. Yeah. I say with 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 old with like my old uncles and shit because they don't dap so we do the shake hug yeah right right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it ain't just, but that that's that. that's better than this shit yeah. right here weak as hell yeah bro. that shit and you got hey hey brother nice to meet you you know what I mean like <laughs> <laughs> did I put my name tag on my right titty so that they can still <laughs> right. see it while I'm shaking their hands yeah. oh no it's the left titty my bad goddamn is it it is a left titty yeah. Cause then you reach with the but, right. Hey, but that's how I know you're living good, them. bro. Cause you oh. forgot. You forgot. Hello, my name is Mike. Let's do business together. Let's make some sales, brother. Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael Phillip, and boy, have I got a business opportunity for you. All right, uh, let's close with our Dookie Butts of the Week. Um, I got a real easy one, uh, which is whoever from the New York Times thought it was the appropriate oh, moment while they are still while the death count is still moving in Maui to highlight a young vacationing couple who were looking for the woman's uh family heirloom Rolex in the rubble of their hotel and found it and posted that as though it was an inspirational story that's an all-time, old-school, 1996 death row-style ratio on that tweet right now. <laughs> that is fucking... It's like 20,000 quote tweets and like 15 wow. retweets or some shit. And I want to be clear, like, I'm happy for the couple, man. Natural disaster strike and, like, you know, if you and your you and your boyfriend made it through the natural disaster, like, of course, you're looking for your family heirloom. Like, that's a nice moment for them or whatever, but... Highlighting that, that that's a shit to highlight in like six months if you're a media outlet, bro. You know what I mean? Like people are still looking for their grandmas, bro. So I that that was like this. That was the nastiest work I've seen in a fucking minute, bro. That shit was so trash, bro. Yeah. So trash. I'm glad they're getting their ass lit up for that shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the stuff that fucking I'm reading Rolex, about man. that about the situation, like people in the ocean. Yeah, man. Like I mean, floating if, like if, that, if you, bro. I just if, you, if you've been in Hawaii and I've never been to Maui, but we've been in, in uh, Oahu a number of times. My wife's um, dad's from there. She's got a ton of cousins and aunties and uncles that still live there. And then we've been to the Big Island a few times. Like, there's no. Um, it's not like the beach in L.A. Like, it's there's a road and then the, the, there's the beach. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're in a hotel that's on the beach, and the hotel's on fire, there's nothing else to do. You know, I mean, like you, th- so, but yeah, it was, there were hundreds of people just that, that just swam out to the ocean. Like, hopefully I can figure something out, you know, but it, it was, the fire was crazy enough that it burned all the boats in the, in the harbor and stuff like that too. I mean, it was, Jeez. yeah, it was, it was crazy. But the idea yeah. of running to the ocean for comfort from a natural disaster tells you how fucking terrifying that was, you know? That's insane. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Gentlemen, your dookie butts. 
Well, I mean, this is again, we're going back to this guy, but um, I feel like this is kind of an amendment of a previous dookie butt that I've given. But this is still the dude who I've given the most dookie butts to and it's Elon, of course, again, because y'all remember when him and Zuck agreed to fight. I told y'all yeah. he was going to bitch out yep. because I told you, yes, Elon and Zuck are both weirdos, but Zuck is the robot type of weirdo. Elon is the bitch type of weirdo. And I told you Elon was going to be a bitch when shit really hit the fan because the robot type of weirdo would have wanted all that motherfucking smoke as Zuck has been wanting. Right? So motherfucking Elon, if you see the bullshit, I was in the MRI machine for three hours. Good news is my C3 and C4 vertebrae are not damaged, but my shoulder blade is rubbing up against my ribs. We'll have to have surgery that will sideline me for about three months. That motherfucker's scared. He is scared. He a bitch. Like I said, he's a weirdo, and Zuck is a weirdo, but he's the bitch type of weirdo. Some- and motherfucking and Zuck lit his ass up today. He was like, bro, you text me, ask him to do pro- <laughs> to do a private run in my backyard and shit. He was, like, he was like, let's stop wasting these people's time. When you really ready to make this happen, hit me up. Why are these billionaires? Yes, he wanted to have a private fucking bout with Zuckerberg in Zuckerberg's backyard. To find out if he could beat him or not. Yeah, basically. Well, we already know the answer to that. Is Elon really crazy enough to not to know the answer to that? No, 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 no. He's he's not crazy. Like I said, Zuck is the crazy weirdo. He's the no, robot no, I'm weirdo. I'm saying like Elon is the bitch weirdo. A, a Bitches are very to, self-aware. But, but a private run to see if he can beat him, like you know, like you, I mean, I, I thought it was just a publicity stunt. Like he has to know he's gonna no, lose. This nigga's they was, training. They with, was legit no, lining he, that shit up, bro. No, he. Uh, but like Tyler said, that is. And by the way, someone paid Tyler five thousand dollars to write the taxonomy of the different types of weirdos <laughs> that you could be. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. He. But he's the specific. Like, I mean, they're all billionaires, man. They like. He thinks he could be. He probably thinks he could beat up everybody. That's like they all have Captain Ahab syndrome. They all think they could beat up mm. the fucking sun because they have never, you know what I mean? They're never like lost in any meaningful way or heard mm. no in any meaningful way. You know what I mean? He thinks he's doing a good job with Twitter. Do you know yeah, one person yeah. who thinks he's doing a good job with Twitter? But he Not probably only being, hears no. from people who think he's no. doing a good job with Twitter. I mean, but there's so many people that think he does. Like, there's so, he has like a, a, the weirdest fucking fan base. It just but he yeah. laps him up. You know what I'm saying? Bopping his ass every second they get That's a chance That's why he to. thinks he could beat Mark Zuckerberg right up until it's time to actually fight. And then like Tyler says, the... The Nigga sands of time. Off and he sees eight <laughs> abdominals. And he looks at himself and he's built like a fucking bag of fucking potatoes. You feel me? Oops. <laughs> Might have yeah. done did it this time, brother. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Fuck you, man. Crazy. John, what's, what's your dookie butt? I don't have one, guys. I ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> I ain't going to try to make no shit up, dog. <laughs> You are your own dookie butt. Yeah, that's me. I was going to say me, but I've already said myself before. So I just said, you know. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we got. Um, please, who's, we, your, who's your dookie butt? Oh, the, 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 oh, the, the New York Times was. Times. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I thought, yeah, it was, yeah, I thought that was just a thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, see, that's how the segment works. I come up with like uh-huh. a thing and then you paste it into oh that okay that's how we plan it now okay yeah yeah, we don't even say dookie butt until no no i did say dookie butt i said dookie butt okay i said it before run the audio back where was i at bro sheesh you were just i ain't get enough sleep in vegas apparently (laughs) niggas i'm gonna make up for tonight though guaranteed on the butt shout out to our (laughs) are are we allowed to talk about vegas stuff at all or you got no we'll talk under wraps okay all right okay all right that's all the time we got on jenkins and jones we will be back later this week Thanks for fucking with us, and we'll see y'all in a couple days. Bye. 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 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.